da 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 You sound insane. Do you realize that? Yeah. The whole world got crazy. It's showtime. Happy post-Christmas and early New Year, ma'am fam, and welcome back in to another fun-filled episode, I should say, of Mad About Movies podcast. Uh, we got a packed house tonight, a lot to talk about. Um, the if whole you, crew's here. Yeah. Mine is Brian, but that counts. Yeah, Brian's not crew. here, but it's okay. No. Um, wish Brian I'm was here, but uh, he's a, strictly a dog guy, so we're saving him for the Airbud <laughs> retrospective yeah. next year. and. He's here for parakeets yeah. next year, too. Yeah, <laughs> the parakeet uh, live-action CGIs. I mean, it's people's faces on parakeets. So, I mean, it's pretty groundbreaking. Yeah, it is. Um, Tom, you did it again. So, uh, Rise of Skywalker dominated the uh, Christmas holiday. And uh, so, for those of you who might not have seen uh, that we released an episode on the Rise of Skywalker. Uh, you can listen to that uh, episode. It's available now in your feeds. Uh, we did a pregame show, postgame show for that. So if you have yet to see it, listen to the pregame show, go see the movie, listen to the postgame show, and let us know your thoughts. But uh, occasionally, movies come out that uh, you know we don't see the consensus, uh, and uh, this was not one of them. Um, <laughs> Cats <laughs> is... A movie that made $6 million opening weekend on a $95 million budget. So much to talk about with this movie, um, but let me just start off by saying this is maybe the worst movie I've ever seen. Um, maybe the worst movie in the history of the genre of the, of the medium. Uh, certainly uh, the worst of, movie of, of the year. Of musicals or movies of in film general? in general. Like the entire... <laughs> if you took every film that's ever been shot and assembled, this is the worst. Um and uh, it's just an abomination on like 9,000 different levels that I'm excited to get into you uh, with. Um, tonight, Batman Shane is here. You've heard his voice in the past. Hey, Batman Shane. Hey, I usually say it's good to be here, but you know, is it today? Yeah. I don't know. We'll <laughs> for, tonight's pur- for, for tonight's purposes or today's purposes, whenever you're listening. And this episode's purposes, he's Catman Shane. That's right. That's oh, exactly. or Catman Cat Shane yeah. today. Um, and you've uh, heard her on the show before, and you know, would not feel right to do this episode without somebody who knew something about cats and uh, has seen cats on Broadway and all that. So Megan Spell is back, and uh, she's got a lot of positive things to say about cats, I'm sure. Hey, Megan. A lot of positive. I don't know if I would say that it's quite so okay. straightforward as that. I do have a lot to say, oh. and I did send you an email asking to be on this uh, in June. Yeah. So I am ready. Yes, I'm excited. Oh, you called it. You have seen it. That's for sure. <laughs> How many times have you seen it, Megan? Once. I oh, saw it in God. June. Come on. <laughs> Oh, you saw it that long ago? I saw, yeah. I basically saw it because I knew the movie was coming out. Uh, um, I'm by no means oh, a diehard Cats the, uh, Cats, the Broadway play you saw in June. Yes. Okay, gotcha. Oh, okay. And, sorry, I yes. I thought you saw the movie in June. Oh, my gosh. So I was like, the movie was there was even animation? Near yeah, the movie wasn't done <laughs> until, like, <laughs> earlier this week, so. <laughs> it was just, no. like, Idris Elba, scenes of him just driving to work in his car or something. I would love to see that. <laughs> yeah, um, I would love to see the unfinished version, <laughs> um, which I did see on opening night. But, uh, yeah, so I'm vaguely familiar. I did some research. I talked to a bunch of people who were Cats fans long term, so I'm ready I'm ready to chat Cats. Nice. Awesome. <laughs> well, um, Lucky us. this comes to <laughs> us uh, courtesy of Tom Hooper, who you might know as a director who brought us the um, Les Mis. Uh, I don't want to say live and act. Best, a best picture. With, yeah. Uh, th- no, th- it's going to be redacted after this. That's you can't. <laughs> yeah. But until this. Yeah. He was uh yeah. Best picture uh, director of the King's speech. And most recently, uh, like I said, the Les Mis adaptation for the big screen that was nominated for best picture and was very well received. It, it seemed like uh, publicly critically. So here is cats. He uh, trying to go back to the well and adapt a Broadway play for the big screen. Cats is a Broadway show that's been around, I don't know, 30 years, Megan? Yeah. 89, uh, something like that? Late, late, late 80s, yeah. 81. 81, okay. Mm. So almost, so 40, pretty much 40 years uh, at this point. And, and never once saw the big screen. Um, I guess there wasn't the technology to make people... Dress like cats back in the day because it seems to be the only thing that was holding us back is like we can't make them look like cats enough, which I don't know why that was the um, reason not to do this because the more like cats they look, the worse 
it off it is. So it's a uh, it's very strange, but um, man, what an abomination! And I'm very excited to talk about this with you. But first, we Megan mentioned it. We need to talk a little bit about the release. Um, just kind of uh, the uh, controversy. I don't want to say that, but uh, just what a cluster it's been for the studio to put this out. Um, Tom Hooper said that he finished the film at 8 a.m. on the day of the premiere and said he was in the editing bay for like 30 straight, six straight hours to edit it. And I'm, worth it. And, totally worth you know, it. Shane works in the uh, yeah. Shane works in the business uh, for for a That's studio. The joke of the day, right there, man. And Shane's he out. has seen uh, a lot of this stuff behind the scenes, uh, you know, come to fruition. And so, I'm willing to bet he edited the entire film in 36 hours. Uh, <laughs> I could have edited this in eight hours uh, straight, you know, no doubt about it. Um, and uh, put this thing together. And you know, Shane, what I want to talk to you about is Megan said that there was an unfinished version that got out that was released. Um, the CGI was glitchy, not done in areas. Um, and so considering the fact that the movie was pushed right up to the premiere at 8 a.m. when they finished it, uh, they probably did a render, Shane. Um, Absolutely. And, and you know, did that render for the premiere, and it wasn't perfect, and they probably didn't have enough time to do another uh, render of the movie uh, before it came out. And so they were like, oh, well, we, could, we have this version. And so they put that out and hoping people wouldn't notice. And then I guess the rendered version two, the fixed version, uh, was put out this week in theaters. I think I saw the fixed version, but who knows? Uh, I don't know. It looked awful to me. The CGI was glitchy in areas, but that could have just been what they were going for. I don't know. But, uh, but that, I mean, Shane, is this the first time you've ever heard? Reminds me of Book of Mormon. Yeah, is this the first time you've ever heard of a movie coming out that was literally not finished? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is the first time, in, 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 as long as I can remember in my industry expertise, of a movie being re-released with essentially visual effects fixes opening weekend. Um, obviously, sometimes mistakes happen in digital cinema packages or DCPs, as they're known. That's the digital file that gets broadcast to theaters um, securely and encrypted, and then they play it straight through the projector. Sometimes there's mistakes where there's corruption or whatever, and the files don't open. Obviously, those things happen. Those are addressed opening weekend. But I cannot remember a single time where a film was re-released or there was an updated patch that was put into a theater um, opening weekend because visual effects were not done correctly or they were not caught properly in QC. I cannot think of anything that was like this before. Yeah, man. This uh, is almost unheard of. It's one of a kind. You got to give it that, man. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely uh, incredible. I mean, I, I guarantee you they they did the render for the for the final, and it was called, you know, Cat's Final, and they played it. And they're like, oops, there's a glitch. <laughs> and there was, you know, like I said, too late, and they had to ship it and had no choice. And... um. Like I said, this movie made $6.5 million on opening weekend. We've said uh, off the air that $6 million of that was people hate-watching it opening weekend. And <laughs> yeah. I guarantee you that was the case. I went in my screening, uh, and uh, over half the audience was like hate-watchers. You could tell like people my age coming to see it, laughing, things like that. And then the other half was olds that were just sitting there confused and like <laughs> very confused. Um before we dive into the movie here, I want to talk about uh, some of the previews and trailers that showed before the film because I don't know if you guys, but I saw the uh, the trailer for Scoob and Trolls World Tour. Yeah, I got Trolls. Yeah. I, didn't, I don't. I didn't get Scoob. Oh, okay. did not get yeah. Scoob. Scoob but I definitely is the anime. It's the computer animated um, Scooby Doo reboot that's coming out uh, in twenty twenty. But um, Freddie Prince or nah? Uh, it's actually Will Forte. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Matthew Lillard getting them checks. Yeah. Oh, sweet. So got to gotta be in for that. But um, all that to say, like, who did they think the audience for this was? Like, kids? Like, do did they think kids were going to be like, Mom, I need to go see Cats this weekend, and so they're going to show them the Trolls World Tour uh, trailer beforehand? Like, this is clearly a movie for olds, and <laughs> I don't understand that. Like, they thought this was, like, the family affair of the year. Like, let's all go, kids. I guess the Taylor Swift thing, maybe. I don't know. I'm just, I'm, you know, kids like her, right? I don't know. They probably don't anymore. I'm very old. They're all in I'm out of Irish touch. land now, yeah. 
But I feel like she's you know, no kids. Laura are are on Team Scooter, so they aren't aren't on. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're like, hey, let them get his money, man. Yeah. Should have read business. those contracts, TK. <laughs> yeah, kids are ruthless these days. That's that, that's that dang TikTok. Yeah, um, speaking. I, of, you know, I don't know who they thought the audience Chinese for this influence. movie was. Um, I don't. I got the trailer for Do. I, now that I'm thinking about it, like I got the trailer for Doolittle. So obviously, I guess the only thing they thought was if if the trailer has a, an animal in it, throw it in here because that's got to be pet lovers. That's got to be our only market for this. I movie. think the Doolittle trailer is insane too. I so think, I think that, that looks god awful. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think that lines yeah. up. I mean, I tell you what, you got to respect Robert Downey Jr. Coming off of Iron Man, he has all the currency in the world. And can and can do whatever project he wants, and he calls it, and he goes, "Doctor Doolittle, I'm doing it. This is the one. I'm cashing in my chips." He talks for like this in the trailer. He doesn't come. <laughs> his voice doesn't come up above this timbre. It's going to be the entire is. movie that he's talking. Is about. it Wonderful World, but slowed down? Yeah, it's yeah, a, it, it, is. Makes, it is. I hate awful. it. I hate it so much. They already used that in Geostorm. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it didn't work. I hate it. <laughs> Geostorm trailer. But um, only one Doolittle. I'm, are you guys team Rex Harrison or team Eddie Murphy on Doolittle? Oh, Eddie. Yeah. I'm Eddie. The other thing I, I have I have done no research on this, but I'm pretty sure that I was surprised to see that Stephen Gagan directed Doctor Doolittle. Stephen Gagan wrote the movie I Traffic. I know. He's had a weird. Marion Cotillard is one of like a giraffe. I know. Yeah. That I'm in From, for. I'm as a Marion Cotillard stan. I'm. That's fine. From the minds of the guys that brought you traffic comes Dr. Doolittle. <laughs> yeah, it's just called Doolittle, too. It was going to be called Dr. Doolittle's Voyage of the Something, and they just shortened it to Doolittle, which is And the, awful um, amans- the fantabulous em- emancipation the of Dr. Yeah. Doolittle. And the- <laughs> yeah, that's what it really, it really was, something like that, and they dropped it, and it's just From Doolittle. the mind behind Syriana. <laughs> yeah, he wrote Syriana, too. Good Lord. <laughs> Doolittle. Um, uh, before the first frame rolled on the on the screen, I saw Amblin Entertainment's logo too. What the heck are you doing, Steven Spielberg? Gosh, yeah. Has someone checked on Steven Spielberg? He might be tied up and held hostage somewhere. Yeah. Like, to put his logo on this, I don't know. Has anybody seen him in the? That's last horrific. Week? I, if I was him, I would have been like, "Yo, I'll produce it, but you can't show my logo in the front." Like, I'll I see the cut. Yeah, I'll help you. Yeah. Uh, speaking of that, Richard, um, the mm. cut. Uh, you know what? What occurred to me was like. Just the the entire idea to bring this to screen is insane and ridiculous. Um, why didn't they do like a five minute test footage of this before <laughs> spending ninety five million dollars or one hundred and fifty, and then and then like see what it looks like, and then say, oh, that's an abomination. No way in God's yeah, green earth we do this. Like, it's... surely the studio didn't just give Tom Hooper like the hundred million dollars. Like, all right, man, go for it, whatever you want, because this is like. So such a risk and such an out there thing that like you would think the studio interference would have been top with this totally. one. And there's no well, way. We have it to is. Look, hold on, let me look real quick. What did? Yeah. Nice. I'm looking. Nice. I'm looking. I'm looking. This is good pod. Yeah. I'm looking at the budget <laughs> for. Okay, so I get. Lay Miz made four hundred million worldwide. Against the sixty-one million dollar budget, so he might have not gotten a lot of studio interference. I bet not, because I yeah. mean, I can understand the logic, and this has been my everyone over the holidays has been asking why did this happen, who let this happen, and I think I mean it is. I don't understand it, but it is like the most watched musical of all time. Like yeah, tens totally. of thousands of people have totally. paid to see it on Broadway. If you could go in and convince people, if these people paid hundreds of dollars to see it why wouldn't they pay ten dollars to see you know yeah i want to talk about that with you screen i want to talk to you about that megan because Mm -hmm. before we even get into the film issue of this let's talk about Mm -hmm. this musical for just two minutes right so this has always been since i was a kid you know this thing opened in whatever 81 it has a really nice pedigree behind it in terms of musical theater um you know the the classic you know geniuses of our time are behind this or genius one of and the and this has always been something that was sort of made fun of yes by the like true broadway people but it 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 ran for like 20 something years because it just grows so much money and it's inherently ridiculous as a show but it had this uh very loyal fan base and also like people that didn't know about broadway liked it right there was the spectacle of it 
it was like the show for it was the tourist show you went and saw when right. you were in New York, you know. And if you didn't get stopped and frisked, you were gonna go to Cat <laughs> Cats, and you know, early two thousand, whatever it was. No, I'm kidding. Uh, but you're gonna and and you're gonna. It was like the the show that everyone looked down on. But if you're trying to make a lot of money and you go, this is the musical for middle America, clearly because it's it's making two hundred grand a night on Broadway profit. Yeah. Um, then this is kind of a smart idea, simply that way. But there's something kitschy and ridiculous that works on stage that obviously, I mean, you know, uh, there's a lot of things that work. It's the whole, you know, a movie about a circus, not the greatest showman, but like if you just filmed a circus, it'd be ridiculous. Uh, and that's a, li- a live spectacle. So I think between like greatest showman and Les Mis making a ton of money, they're like, there's something for this, this kind of like not sophisticated Broadway. But but musical fan people that and then we can just this is gonna make who cares if it's bad and the critics don't like it. I don't think they ever expected this to be like an Oscar contender but I think no. they expected it to be a big holiday disagree hit. disagree they oh, thought okay. maybe they song. thought this was maybe a the, the best picture they thought they put this out at Christmas and like no one I think everyone it was, I think in this it was movie a family is trying, Christmas release everyone in this movie is trying to give the performance of a lifetime and go one hundred percent all out on every level. Jennifer Hudson just absolutely like she overacts to the point of cringe in this, and it's so I'm embarrassed for her. I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed. She's for talented. Her. Case, yeah. case in point, to, to to back Kent up. As of yesterday, this movie was on Universal's FYC like for your consideration 2019 yeah, they page. It. They pulled it this morning. Why though? So it's not even listed on there <laughs> for your consideration page anymore. At the point of spending the money, I say we do it. You Just know? lean like, in. Just lean in on this thing. That's what I want. I say we finally break the Oscars <laughs> with this. But it is like it's already a con- – my point is on the Broadway – the play itself is controversial. But I can see why they thought this would be a moneymaker because Tom Hooper, who I don't like much as a filmmaker. I do like the King's Speech. There's a, if you want to ever laugh, there's a uh, – you'll know this, Meg. I don't know if these two guys – they're not – Broadway nerds like us, but they the uh, the uh, when when Neil Patrick Harris hosted, I think 2013 the Tonys, and uh, it was the Book of Mormon year, I think, or no, no, it wasn't the Book of Mormon year. It was a couple years after that, and they he does the uh, he did the great he did a great opening number, and then one of the lines is he brings the he goes bring the camera in close. I want my Tom Hooper lame is close up, you know, <laughs> and the joke is you know the the kind of uvula zoom in to prove that we're you know he goes we don't need. Uh, close-ups to prove we sing live on Broadway. We sing live eight shows a week, and that's the great gag of Broadway. But that's, but I don't like that style. I don't really like movie musicals. Period. And then that kind of proving it to be a different thing. I, I musicals are a live, a live thing to me. I, I don't, I don't really ever yeah. really get them unless they're, mean, they're executed perfectly. Sound of Music, so for example, great movie. Grease, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's so many musicals that I feel like people say, you know, like, oh, like when you see it, though, it's like totally different vibe in the room, totally. you know. And um, even when I was asking people, you know, explain to me why you like cats I, for the life of me, I could almost get a straight answer out of no one. But for the most part, it was like people my age were like, I saw it when I was young. Yeah. I liked cats and they danced, you know, like yeah. pretty basic. <laughs> like, They're and, kind you of know, like horny. And then they, yeah, it's like a, it feels like you're not really supposed to be there, yeah. Um, which I think is kind of the kid aspect of it. And then and the there's the Disney like, part where they would come out, you could get your picture with the cat, which at the yeah. time was kind of a, a a newfangled thing. This is, yeah, I'm actually being serious. Like, oh, and yeah, and then the other kid. thing I think that's a huge part is the dancing, which when you can just make people float and jump 50 feet doesn't seem impressive you know like this just seems insane it's not like a feat of human (laughs) intensity or anything yeah it's i met it's the now you see me thing right Yes, exactly when you're doing a trick in front of me i'm I'm blown away but if you have the benefit of editing i'm I'm not as impressed and you know if you sit up in the rafters you can see everything they do (laughs) uh okay cool no that's okay we can talk about the movie now i just want to talk about the weird the play has always been weird it's a weird play but yes. it was very popular. Yes. To set the zone. Okay. <laughs> now let's let's decimate this pile of garbage. I want to I want to talk hey, a little the bit. The floor is yours. I want to talk a little <laughs> bit about uh, about Taylor Swift's involvement just just uh, cuz I read an article that she was interviewed about this and said basically she auditioned for Les Mis. 
didn't get the role. Um, I think uh, whoever Eponine, Eponine uh, was actually Fontaine, uh, probably. Right? She was yeah. the Broadway. No, it was uh, Samantha Baker. Yeah, yeah, she was actually uh, the girl from Broadway. Actually, got the role. Um, oh, 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 not sorry. the Anne Hathaway role. No, um, gotcha. Well, that that well, she wasn't a soprano, and that's what Tom Hooper wanted her for that role. But she can't sing those. She can't sing that high, so she could only do the other role, and the other girl was obviously better than her. Um, so, you know, I'm offended that Taylor Swift, you know, feels like she was a little bit typecast in this movie, right? <laughs> it's like if they made a movie called Horses and cast Harry Jessica Parker <laughs> in the lead. Savage. Was, I saw it coming. It was still brutal. Honestly, she she like she's obsessed with cats. Okay, so that's she looks like a be. cat. Yeah. She acts like a cat, and she signed up. She said she signed up. Uh, no question. Her songs asked. have the lyrical complexity as right, if they were right, written by exactly. a cat. Yeah. Um, she and she said so. Yeah. So she didn't get to work with Tom Hooper back then. And so when Tom Hooper called her for this, she said she did. She immediately signed up. No questions asked. And and that's if you're Taylor Swift. I mean, she probably thinks she's invincible. But like. You don't have to do this crap. What are you doing? What are you doing? You know what? Scooter Braun would have never let you do this, Taylor. Go <laughs> he wants to be a movie star. The people want to be movie stars. But, but here's the here's the deal, Ken. And I think you hit the Oscar. you hit the nail on the head. I think a lot of people signed up on this project, and the phrase that you said was absolutely correct. No questions asked. There seems to be a lot of questions that should have been asked right. at every stage. Maybe dressing of this and acting like a cat for three months is not going to be in my best interest. Like who? Right. No one thought that. Apparently, I can't. I don't. I don't get it. I don't. Yeah. But then it just multiplies because once they're like, "Oh, we have all these people on board," then people are like, "Oh, I guess this is a serious project." Okay. Yeah. I'll once they heard, yeah. Once they heard Rebel Wilson was involved, they were all. <laughs> By the oh, way, I never, never, ever, <laughs> ever want to see Rebel Wilson on screen ever again. This, this she, killed Rebel Wilson for you? She, she needs to fire her absolute agent, pronto. <laughs> epitome of unbearable, talentless crap. I thought Corden was that to me in this. Corden was rough I, in this room. It was all... The Rebel Wilson scene I couldn't even focus on because I was just bewildered at the decision to put little faces and bodies on the cockroaches. Yeah, oh yeah, we'll oh, get yeah. there too. Seen again, right? Oh, but like yeah. the thing about Rebel Wilson is her her like I'm a big girl, watch me fall over shtick. That was not funny about five movies ago. But putting her in a cat as a cat, suit, yeah, as a cat right. though. And then watching her unzip her own cat flesh oh my God, to another outfit underneath. Cursed. It was legitimate. It felt like <laughs> putting a cheese grater up against my brain. It was that <laughs> It was that, like, she needs to fire her agent pronto and just take a sabbatical, find yourself again, and come back in 2022. I don't think she, what's frustrating with her is, I don't know if we've ever, I don't think she's untalented. But we don't, we like, you know, there's there's something so coarse about that Fat Amy character that was enjoyable for one movie, and then just kind of leaned into it too much, I feel like. And right. And I, I, I wish she would do... Something different because I I do find her I I'd be I would be less frustrated with her if I thought she was just eh, okay whatever you know she lighting a bottle with one movie but I actually think she has something but but no one knows how to use it it's a shame but that she's terrible in this Gordon's terrible I mean everyone, there's no one no one comes out of this smelling like a rose no not at all I minus me I I had a great time <laughs> though in the theater I was having a ball I had a who is time. the actor that looks like Stephen Colbert. One of the cats looks like Stephen Colbert, and I could not get it out of my head. That was Stephen Colbert, dude. I was like, dude, what is Stephen Colbert? <laughs> yeah, it was Colbert. He was doing the there. one that was like walking around. It was the, the main guy. It wasn't the, it wasn't the real. It wasn't the real guy. It you was the character. There is no main guy character. Uh, <laughs> I don't know the one with the uh, the collar on. Uh, I don't know. He's gray cat. I don't even know the names <laughs> of the cats. What the J. Daniel Catless. <laughs> Uh, I, I well, do not want to list cat names. I well, don't and, no, no, and that's the thing. I will I say that was that was one of the things that I wrote down as a note that then I kind of scratched off because it's not really fair to to pick on it for the movie. But I will say the names of the cats in this are they get progressively stupider and oh, stupider. Yes, I've always wa- that's always bothered me about. This I mean, to the point job. where it was like I was so close to walking out when she gets to the. Uh, the scene where it's like the two twin cats that are like cat burglars 
And their Mungo names Jerry are some teaser. Totally. It's like mung bean jelly and like rumple tilt skin or something. I don't know, but it was like close enough. And it was like and, and and not only are they have stupid names, they said them like forty eight times in the song. What's the name of the song, Shane? Well, you I think it's I'm looking at the name. I'm really trying to say Muskunscript was Stephen Colbert, and he was... Okay. What question does... Should the... I don't like to tell the Queen's Kingdom how to do their business, but should they remove the Dame Judi Dench's title based off this film? Okay. No. But but Ian McKellen, yes. Oh God. <laughs> oh yeah, it's he, true. I think they're both up for discussion. I think you can't. <laughs> I adore both of them so much. I this was hard for me. He uh, Ian McKe- guys, Ian McKellen licked milk out of a bowl. Yes. The, well, the scene where he jumps off the plank or like <laughs> runs off the plank is the absolute worst moment of his entire career. Yeah. And he's and he it's and he worked with Brian Singer multiple times. Yeah. <laughs> this is worse. Richard. Like every every face what do you he mean made, by worked with Richard. Yeah, every Apt single pupil, face he made in the movie, it looked like he had a soiled diaper. Like that's what it looked like <laughs> in the movie. It was bizarre. Judy Dench, yeah, fine. Like she had on like a, a cool she kind of pimp rules. coat. Yeah, she's no. But what when? What about when she kicked her leg up? Oh uh, uh, yeah, that was weird. But she I might have. Displayed. I might have. I might have blacked, blacked out. out for a minute. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It's uh, just all. <laughs> I like that. I love the. Uh, I mine was edited though. I got to it too late, so mine didn't have the exposed hands with the wedding ring. <sighs> mine did. I, she had a ring on in mine. I don't know if if it was like they just didn't care and they sent it out again without it. You know. Um, but yeah, the I, last scene she had a ring on. Totally, and I and, and like I, the other thing I noticed, <clears throat> and I I saw it on Tuesday, so it was kind of. One or the other, if I saw the finished version or not. But during Taylor Swift's number, there was multiple points where she was singing where her ears were literally rendering on one side or the other of her head. So, like, frame for frame, her ears kept switching sides of her head. Like, it was a very, it was like, that was how much was missed in the... Yeah, no, but I'm saying this was clearly like (laughs) an unfinished visual effect. Oh, God. It was terrifying. Yeah, but I saw the version with her wedding ring hand as well. So who knows if I saw the finished version or not. I guess we'll have to wait until it comes out on DVD and we can watch it again. Or, you know what? Digital or Blu-ray, but DVD specifically. If you don't watch this in 4K, you missed it. That's where the artists live. I somehow get the sense that this movie is going to be like The Ring in the sense that, like, in a week from now, we're all just going to wake up and our TVs are going to be on and this movie's going to be playing. Like, I don't understand the why fact, they fixed it. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I think at that point you don't spend in. money. Yeah, don't do spend it, money. You know? I think you can actually make a lot of it back. And it's like a weird little curio, you know? <laughs> yeah, but I think you can make a lot of it back over a long period of time, however, with sing-along. Like the room style or... Yes. Um, Rocky you know, Horror. Rocky it felt horror. like a Rocky Horror screening, yes. and I was just I in a regular like, screening. Instead of <laughs> fixing it, like lean into it and just put it in theaters every few years for a month and let everyone go make fun of it and sing, and I feel like you can make that $95 million back faster that way than being like, oh, we got to fix the hands and make totally. it good. Like, put it with the subtitles <laughs> with the bouncy ball, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'd be in on that. Yeah, because even, I mean, I saw it on, you know, the day it opened, so most of my theater was... I adore you, man. (laughs) You're the best. Uh, There were a few other options, but I went for Cats. Um, And I, everyone in my theater was, like, just so thrilled to be there. And there were a few old people who I think were probably crying during memory, but everyone (laughs) else was just, like, there to have a good time. You know, we were at the Alamo, the drinks were flowing. Uh, During the magical Mr. Mistopolis number, people were standing Standing and singing. So it was saying like the my best time of my life. <laughs> you're saying my 1.30 p.m. after Christmas at the Cinemark by my house w- was not the ideal watching experience for well, this? Well, correct. And also, <laughs> I've been telling everyone, as insane as it is, I'm like, any Star Wars showing is going to be good. You know, but the only good cats showing are week one. Yeah, so I'm let's mad. just get in there. <laughs> yeah, I may have so, uh... brought in some, well, I can't say catnip, that implies something else. But there was some <laughs> other ways for me to enjoy it that I, that made it better for me but it was still yes. rough yes. yeah the thing about uh uh you know lay miz uh, you know it did have some pretty good singing but it had some really bad singing in it as well mainly russell yeah. crowe who's literally doing this he's just singing two notes he's going 
I am so I'm going to go away. We are going to do. That was the entire film for him. I loved it. Too. And and the worst word for worst. Are you saying you're not a thirty odd foot of grunts fan? Bro? No, because that's my favorite band. I'm a Bacon Brothers stand, so that's my only. And Kiefer <laughs> Sutherland's band too. A great festival that we should put together is a festival of all of those bands. Like, Headlined like by Jeremy Renner. <laughs> <laughs> a Coachella of actor bands. That would rule. Oh, God, please no. Um, so J- Judy Dench gets the award in this in this movie. She is can't sing at all. And I just have to play a little bit of this audio so we can make fun of it on the air. This is the last song, the one where she's like singing oh in the camera and like breaking the fourth wall for whatever reason. I guess like that's probably the part of the so show good. where they like address the audience or whatever. When she you know? looked at the camera, everyone in my theater screamed. So this is just a little a sample, if you haven't seen Cats yet, of Dame Judy Dench's vocal chops. And, and mind you, this is not live singing. This is like studio, we're going to make this as good as we can possibly make it sound, you know? Like, it's not just one take and there's it is. Like, here we go. You've heard of several kinds of cats and my opinion now is that you should wow. need no I, I don't blame her for that cuz she's you know you lose your voice I will say, I will say I I blame was, her I was quiet I don't blame her she's getting a check she's in her 80s right I mean she's just doing her thing getting a check she's 85 years old I blame them filmmakers for that they you know you can dub that I don't make it better. I thought it's amazing. The whole yeah. thing. Everything. I, Perfection. The, Thank you. I will say I kept it together the whole movie. I was quiet. I was respectful. I mean, I did have a couple of like, you know, like reactions. Hairballs. Right. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but I was totally quiet the whole movie. And then when this song happened and she looked at the camera, I lost it. I like belly laughs, tears rolling down my face. Yeah. It, the movie was over for me. And I could not. I couldn't regain composure after that. I was just done. That really was the moment. Oh god, it killed me. And like this whole song, this whole song is like it goes from this story about cats committing rituals like sacrifice to then an instruction manual on how to talk to your cat. And the line that killed me is they keep saying over and over a cat is not a dog. I'm telling you, I couldn't I could not breathe. I was laughing no, so yeah, hard. No like, one was confusing cats for dogs. Yeah. What is this? What is this? I kept like thinking to myself. Um well, there is a, a good chance uh, we can go through scene by scene here and just kind of break it down. Uh, we haven't even started, to be honest, and we're at thirty five. Do we minutes yeah, do we want to just go over general <laughs> thoughts like that? Oh, I already good. said Abomination and worst movie in the history of the medium. But that's well, my general thought. I had thoughts. a great time. Uh I, I I'm willing to bet that a literal cat clawing at my eyes for two hours would have been less painful than watching this. That's Perhaps. how I feel. I less think, scarring, too. Yeah. I, I think again tomorrow. To truly give the listeners a sense of what this movie is like, I'd, li- I'd like to take everybody back to 1986. Uh, and I'd like to take everybody back to the NASA launch of the space shuttle Challenger, which was the... It, it blew up and people died. And the reason that, that happened because it was a malfunction of an O-ring seal on the right solid rocket booster that caused the shuttle to explode 73 seconds in. Mm-hmm. And if you do any research on that, why it happened, it was a phenomenon known as groupthink, which is where one person might have an idea that something is bad, but together, the more people that get involved, there's pressures from outside forces that convince you to suppress that opinion. And that the thing is not so bad in and of itself. And then the event happens and it turns out to be a disaster. I would put forth that this movie is the worst example of groupthink in America since the 1986 Challenger. <laughs> oh, that might be true. It's, it's, there has never been a disaster good. more uh, like uh, just how, how did no one at any point right. say, guys, what are we doing here? No, what that's what this? I was asking uh, Batman Shane, because like, did no one see five minutes of the dailies and like, all right, we're done. We're not, we're done. You know, I'm with you. Give, give Tom so Hooper. much of the animation had to be done. Like, maybe? really? That does that yeah, make that much of a difference? Really? I, know, though? I don't think it does, but I think dumb studio people are like, hey, let's of... let it see, see the finished product. First. Yeah. The op- oh, opening no. weekend, it made 6.5, but when we release this version with improved VFX, it's really <laughs> no, going to turn the corner. I'm talking like six months. Ago. Oh, I know. Yeah, I'm just no, saying it's, it's the same mentality though. It's the same. It doesn't make a difference. They think they're stupid. 
No, but, but Ken Cabs is absolutely. a weird show. I mean, so I mean, yeah. I don't know if they just you know. No, but but Ken is absolutely right. Like this, you're right, Richard. You're right, Megan. Cats is a weird show, and everybody shouldn't have known that going in. But Tom Hooper coming in as a director saying, "I have a take." What somebody should have said is, "Okay, here's three hundred thousand dollars and a foot long subway sandwich. Go <laughs> shoot something over a weekend and make me a five minute music video, and let's see how it goes. And then based off of that, you can make your movie." How that didn't happen? I, I, how they committed ninety five million know. fur <laughs> technologies at least ninety million Re- real fur technology. Megan, the floor is yours. That's. I mean, I think, and I know how this sounds, and I know everyone's going to think I'm insane. I think some people probably thought they were making Avatar. You know, like I like they're thinking, oh, it's like this cutting edge technology. Look at all the people on board. You know, I I don't agree. Mm-hmm. I, I agree with all of you. There should have been some checks and balances. They thought they thought it was so groundbreaking that it yes. would be like yeah I, I, I how see could that. you judge yeah. it on the day right. you know, we're gonna do so much changing everyone will see it because it's cats anyway we might as you know we're gonna do something completely new i i understand how it happened but i agree so the first uh, scene is like uh jellicle cat song and it goes for like seven minutes straight and it's just jellicle cats for seven minutes and then um it's a uh, no, no one interrupt Kent. I just want Kent to recap the entire movie start to finish. Okay. Every single... <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I just, no, I just I, want to hear you do all the numbers yourself. That's a quite a lot of notes. But, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, that was, a, that was an embarrassment, that, uh, that scene. Um, if you were wondering if it was... If you had the over-under of five minutes before the line, cat got your tongue is used, it's under five minutes. Um... Also, you know, they, they, Taylor Swift talked about going to cat school and how they had like people telling them how cats, how cats act, how cats interact, how they move, how they think about each other. All this Places. pointless crap that makes no that that was money and, well spent. I mean, yeah, obviously, but no one. He had all this expertise on cats, but yet no one like realized that cats always land on their feet. So people are just like falling. The cats are falling all over the place in the movie. Um, I like the tails. Yeah, that's a there's great a, note by you, Kent. That's solid. There's a that's ma- a cat owner's take. I right didn't there. think about that. I mean, either. there's that's, some things that cats that is, like are, are like I, no, that's known for. Really right? strong. That might be the most damning criticism we've made yet. Is um, that one note. There's a male calico cat in the movie, and there are no male calico cats. <laughs> yep. Like, or, and if they are, they're like extremely rare. And so there's like you're not gonna get this crap on any. You're yeah. not gonna see this on film spotting, fam. <laughs> um, Shove it, film spotting. <laughs> What else? Uh, and you guys, it, is it racist that all the, the black actors were yes. black cats and that the Siberian cat was an Asian guy? Like, are you freaking kidding me, Tom? <laughs> like, seriously? I mean, would it? I don't know. I, I just thought that was like subtle racism, like kind of, I don't know. Maybe that's goes over from the show, I mean, but I don't know. It's a weird thing to say, but I feel like this film was so wrong on so many levels that racism is the least of its concerns. <laughs> yeah, that's on list number, that's like number 25, racist. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. I, this, this was not an original thought, but I, but I read it somewhere online and it did make me laugh, so I wanted to repeat it here, but I did like that somebody pointed out, they were like, the cats in this movie are all so horny that by the end of the movie, you will be attracted to one of the cats. You don't get to choose the cat. The cat chooses you. And at the end of the movie, that's your cat boyfriend at that I've point. Like, just, you picked one. Yeah, you got marked, and then all, you're in love with that cat. Oh, God. One uh, one cat in the middle of the movie was wearing, like, Jordan 3s. <laughs> like, I could have sworn he was wearing, like, Jays. And there were, like, two and they were only, dancers. Yeah, okay, they were only cats. on their back feet, though. Like, I guess cats are walking on their back. Legs well, now, we can't just... get caught up in the anatomy because the noses are wrong, the hands are wrong. I... We just got to move past that. <laughs> I, I mean, that's you can't have it both ways. You can't go. The cats we're definitely be cats, didn't but we're not have cats. You know, right? The cats definitely did not have male genitals, but all of the female cats had breasts. That's bizarre. Everyone has asked me about Jason Derulo's genital situation. Jason Derulo. <laughs> yeah, you have to say it like that legally. I have to do that. <laughs> he re- he retweeted me. Oh, he did, Jason. Oh, the he really positive note he got. So oh he my god! To. What did you say? I missed I this. I'm sorry, Jason Megan. I'm a faithful follower of yours. No, it's okay. I said Jason Derulo should be a movie star, and I believe it. I thought he was fun. Okay. Well, the thing about Jason Derulo is a ton of like energy. Well, listen, and I'm here. I was just here. If he only had a bigger, if he only had a bigger hog, if yeah. they didn't take, you know. <laughs> 
I mean, look, really to give you credit, Megan, for what it's worth, his song, I, I mean, obviously it yeah. was written in 1981. It felt like a Jason Derulo song. I, yes. All it was yes. missing was him to go, Jason Derulo, like at the beginning of the song. <laughs> was, and then I DJ Khaled to come in, too. But like, <laughs> but but it felt like a Jason Derulo song. So he was fine in this movie because it felt like I it was perfectly made I did think it kind of him. picked up when he showed up. Yeah, he is. He's <laughs> I definitely, wanted to give it's, him a note. <laughs> the weirdest thing is that he... Everyone out of, I mean, he, nothing good will come for this for him, but like <laughs> this movie tarnishes the legacy of Ian McKellen, <laughs> Judy Dench, Taylor Swift, James Jason Corden. Jason had nothing to lose. And Jace, Jason Derulo comes out like, yeah, he's definitely the best cat. I like that cat. <laughs> <laughs> if I was at the animal house, at the shelter, I'd adopt Derulo. That would be my cat. But if you, but if you actually met that cat and you're like, hey, what's up, dude? What's yeah. your name? And he was like, I'm the rum tum tugger. You'd be like, no, absolutely not. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Your name is Steven. My... I'm not doing that. Absolutely not. No, but that's true. That character is good. From what I understand, that's a big standout. That was good for him to get that part, I feel like. Because that's, yeah. that's a big standout part, right? He did do my least favorite thing, which was afterward say, well, critics don't make movies, so they shouldn't tell me what's Yeah, totally. Good. That's, like, yeah, that's Dang the, it, Jason. That's the Kevin <laughs> Smith defense, right? Yeah, critics don't make movies. Yeah. <laughs> but I will say, did anybody, I mean, obviously these cats are so horny it's bizarre but like and i'm not getting graphic but i'm just saying like in jason derulo's song at one point he like turns on a tap of cream and it's yeah. gushing all over other cats and oh, it was no. like i mean did anybody else yeah. not catch that it was like can you be any less subtle whatsoever like what is that when rebel wilson was like <laughs> touching herself basically too like at the at one point, and she was scratching her thighs. Okay, yeah. Sorry. Can we go back and talk about <laughs> her scene horrifying. for a minute? Show some respect, Ken. <laughs> no, I'm can good. we go, can we talk about her scene for a minute? I'd prefer not to. Yeah, because no, Megan hit the hit the nail on the head. You, you, the trailers prepped you for how bizarre the cats were going to look. There's not anything on this planet that could prep you for how bizarre the mice that were apparently children. And then the cockroaches that were like rocket dancers that get eaten alive. It should be illegal. What was that? Like my brain almost <laughs> broke 10 minutes in. I don't, what was that? How did that even get past anybody? Why was she eating the cockroaches? What happened there? Like that, and they that were was like, they were, they were like tap dancing. And I was like, is the only point of making them human looking to have them be able to tap dance? They did ballet too, randomly. Like there was like a two minute, like, okay, we're, this is a ballet too? now. Yeah, the co the cockroaches, people, the mice were even more jarring than the cats. Like, what are? They <laughs> yeah, it is, it is. I mean, what does it say about us that we were so desensitized to the cats that the second the mice show up, you're like, well, this is a step too far. Well, yeah. the mice were children. <laughs> the mice were children. It felt like they, we violated a few child labor laws by putting them in this movie. That's just how. Yeah. Oh God, that was so weird and unsettling. Ugh, Did it seem uh, to you, Shane, like this movie felt animated? Like it, it was like the movement of the characters did not feel like, like yeah. natural. It felt like it, it was animated by a human, and like the faces of all the cats were like shifting around. Like they just copied and like did a face replacement on all these, like and just animated yeah. them how they wanted. It, it, I mean, it felt animated in the way that Lion King felt animated, right? Where mm -hmm. you know it was, it's photorealistic, but not no. Really. I mean, it literally like like the character movements felt animated in some areas. And it's, I thought that was a really good note by Megan. Is like the thing that's impressive about this as a play, as a musical, is the 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 actors really the the physical performance in addition to the singing. You know, it has some pop songs in it. That's cool. And, uh, but the, the physical movements of becoming a cat, but when you add CGI to that and then just whatever you want, they can leap up whatever they want. That, that is totally removed. And that adds to that weird, non-realistic animation part that you speak about, Ken, for no, sure. No, I mean, but, like, literally, I feel like it was, okay, here's the, I mean, it's one thing, like, I feel like all they had to do is dress people like cats. You know, and not do pretty low bar. ninety million dollars of CGI. Like it really does not if, make if any sense. If they spend seventy million dollars left on this, it makes the same amount of money, right? The same people go see it. Totally, that's what's just put hurt. them in outfits. For exactly. Yeah. yeah, put them in outfits and do like weird, like they kind of did with the uh, scale. You know, do some weird camera tricks where you've got giant furniture and stuff like that, and <laughs> yeah, whatever. I Picturing like them as when Mike Myers' watched... cat in the hat, that costume mm -hmm. <laughs> singing. <laughs> yeah, That's a Mike way Myers. better movie. 
when I watched the featurette, like when they were very clearly taking it very serious before the trailer came out and everyone turned on them. But in the featurette, they go through the huge sets, and I was kind of like, this is kind of cool. Like, yeah. I like that they built them out physically, and it's like, I mean, the scale's all wrong and everything's wrong, and it's, you know, a nightmare place cursed, you know, for eternity. But I thought <laughs> if they had kind of just scaled the whole thing back and it had been almost just a stage show in the actual set, people might have enjoyed that. <laughs> like, yeah. No, yeah, but so, Megan, so when I didn't enjoy the stage show when I saw it, you know, straight up, but I don't know. But Megan, you hit a problem that I had with the film specifically on the head, which is that, that Tom Hooper had no idea how to scale these things. Yes. Right, because in the scene where uh, Rebel Wilson's dancing in the kitchen, she's basically as tall as the kitchen sink. And then towards the scene at the end where they're all dancing in Trafalgar Square, they're like a third of the size of the statue in Trafalgar Square. There's no consistency with the scale, and that's not a problem that you have in the production because you can't physically you know, grow people or shrink people on stage. So that's another thing I think the production probably has over this movie is that the scale is consistent, and the scale was all over the place in this movie. Did anybody yeah. else notice that? I did, did anybody too. else? And they were like yeah. making them the size of a cat when they were standing on two feet. They were like the size of a cat on four feet. So then when they went on four feet, they were way too small. Mm-hmm. It's all There's no up. consistency in the four <laughs> no feet, two feet thing. They're just like, all right, hey, when you feel like it, go on four feet. Cats, cats yeah. do that. You know, it's like uh, the, the amount of choreography here, the amount of. Uh, work it took to do this is staggering and everyone should be ashamed of themselves <laughs> that worked on the movie every cgi artist that was like doing this frame by frame i'm sure they're all suicidal right now i'm sorry about that but like i've always thought that you know like when you know you're working on an, ab- an abomination but you still have to do it like that's got to be the worst feeling you know and um there's nothing about this that you know, even from the outset that, that would say this could be good. You know, I don't, uh, the music to me, you know, like I'm all in on musicals. I love musicals. Um, these songs suck. Every song, but memory sucks. And I think memory's not great. I think memory's like a pretty good song. <laughs> um, but every other song is like, is the most basic, like wannabe Disney movie stuff and doesn't translate at all. I had no idea what this movie was about, guys. No clue what the story uh, was. No no idea who was doing what, what the motivations were, what this all I all I knew was that these cats were singing songs. That's all that's all I knew. And that the I guess the main uh, girl cat was uh, the main character. That's the only thing I knew uh, about the story. In the stage musical though, like as much as Victoria the white cat is like on stage almost the whole show. She is not a character who really says anything or does anything. There isn't almost kind of this... She's not, like, new to the scene. She's just one of the cats. Like, they kind of made her the audience surrogate, I guess. Um, but I don't, mm. I'd rather not be associated with it. But you're, you're right, though, Kent. <laughs> there is absolutely no bangers on this entire musical except for memory. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, no, and Magical Mr. Mistopheles, I'll say it. That one's well, stuck in my head all the time now. Uh, it's ruined okay. my life. Well, it's stuck in your head because they repeat the same chorus about 38 <laughs> yeah. times in a row. Um, Richard, back me up on this. I, my so, introduction to the song Memory is mm, from the School Richard Rock. Linklater film School, School of, of Rock. Rock. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, same. <laughs> so, by the way, by the way uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber, who did obviously wrote these songs, wrote the School of Rock musical. Oh, did he really? Yeah. The, oh, good for him. based on the movie. So kind of, uh, sorry, just to go... Uh, Full, for sure. I mean, I'm weeping now just thinking about it. Yeah, it's crazy. He's a weird. I mean, just talking back to the musical. That's a. He's got a lot of hits and non-hits too. I mean, he did Phantom five years later. I love Phantom. It was also. Did you see? Did you ever see Jersey Girl? That Ben Affleck movie. Oh, Shane has. You're talking to Ken. Directed, by, directed by Kevin <laughs> Smith. Yeah. Of course I've seen. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Of course I've seen. Kevin. Um, no, Shane still I, has Kevin. Yeah. Kevin Smith. Yeah. Shane still has Kevin Smith stank on him right now. It smells <laughs> like a the, trench coat and a hockey jersey right now. There's He's always a plot so point about cats. So I yeah. know memory from that as well. Oh God, I've I've, I've forgotten that. But you're absolutely this right. This would there be is better if Kevin Smith had made it because it would have been lower budget. 
Because it would have never been made. <laughs> Next time I yeah. see Kevin Smith, I will ask him specifically about his opinion about cats, if he liked the movie or not. Yeah, Shane's boys. That's his boy. <laughs> I don't know who the uh, Tim's cat or Tame's cat was, but that was that was the worst the performance right. of the entire. Oh, that was Ray Winstone, right? Yeah. Okay. Ray yeah, Winstone. Ray Winstone. Stop. Also, great actor. Fire your agent. Fire your agent. You're like, done. what yeah. are you doing here? That is yeah, that was right. He's a great actor. Oh, have my you God. seen the direct-to-video cats from '98? The one that's just like the film. It, yeah, it's just the stage. I haven't seen it. No, man. I'm, we might do another episode on that one. Okay, <laughs> I've seen parts of it when I was a kid. Shane and I and Kent, we all went to the same high school, believe it or not, and uh, and we had very few media choices. That was one of them. That was in the library. I don't know if you guys remember that. I kind of have the whole catalog. Committed to memory. That and Michael Caine versus acting. Oh my God! I'm just no, I think I was. I think I was too busy being forced to rewatch uh, "Remember the Titans" by Coach Stark again. <laughs> hey, you know how teamwork works now. Oh God, yeah. Do so from everybody that was in the production. Was there one cat in particular that stuck out as more horrifying than any of the others for for Rebel you guys? Wilson. Rebel Wilson. Yeah, yeah. she's the worst cat. Ian when McKellen. she takes her skin off, that's when I was like, okay, no. Yeah. Oh, no, when Idris Elba was naked? That's, yeah, that's, he's, that's my I answer. Yeah, I never planned on having to complain about that. I, you know, I didn't he, see that complaint coming, right. but yeah, I'm with you. That was a huge upset. How do you take the sexiest man alive 2016 and then make him look like a shimmery Ken doll? Right? He just, Every he time. looked... Yeah, he. Oh my God, he was so unsettled because obviously you know he's black in real life, so it's weird that you picked that color for his cat to begin with. But then when you strip him down without his top hat and his trench coat, he just looks really weirdly naked, but shimmery and furry. Oh, it was so unsettling. Everything about that scene uh, was weird, and and I wish I could unsee it at a certain point. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah, and Taylor Swift wrote a song for this too. And uh, between this and Lion King with Beyonce, this has been like the year of let's turn all our pop stars into CGI monstrosity cats. And <laughs> I mean, what's a bigger what's a bigger abomination or bigger embarrassment? This or, or Beyonce and Lion King? Beyonce did an entire album for the Lion King. It's still this. Unbelievable. It's uh, Megan's right. It's, it's still, still this. this. Yeah. Like 100%. Honestly, no question. Because and you know why? You know why it is? Because raise your hand if you, in this non-visual medium, raise your hand if you actually listen to that entire Beyonce album. Of course nobody did. No because one. it's The Lion King and, eh, you know, whatever, Beyonce. Eh. Right. So she kind of came off unscathed, but everybody is talking about this movie. You're ready for the movie. beehive, Shane. You yeah, I know. I hear him. I yeah, hear him I love Beyonce, out. but I, I'm then, not about that at all. We have to say and that then legally. Taylor Swift's song didn't get the Oscar shortlist. Oh, I love the drama. And it's like in the very, uh, yeah, the... Uh, the last it's in the credits like i'm pretty sure everybody was gone by the time it played and uh <laughs> this is the worst ending too like the movie just like goes black and then it says like directed by tom hooper like it was the most awkward maybe ending of a post credits yeah maybe <laughs> god i wish <laughs> Um, just an apology an explanation to anything sorry everybody yeah, more litter box stuff <laughs> Um, oh, that would have been an awesome post-credit scene. Just a litter box, like a ten-minute unbroken take of Judy Dench <laughs> scraping around in there. <laughs> so, um, any closing thoughts on this before we grade this thing out, man? Um, no, we're only getting started, Kent. We got two okay, go for yeah. it. I got three hours <laughs> yeah, of material. Done. I'm done. You guys, we take just it. brought up Idris. Okay, <laughs> one thing we yeah. absolutely have to talk about uh, is. Why did Oscar-winning actress Jennifer Hudson or Tom Hooper make the performance, make the choice that every single time she's on screen, she's snotted all over her face? What is oh, that? Did anybody know. else yeah, see, like did, notice that? And why do all the women cats have like the whiskers? Or, like make them all look like they have mustaches too? Like they're well, that's all. The noses are all wrong. Like yeah. Just the white cat having no black nose. I'm like seven-year-olds dressing up for Halloween look more like cats. <laughs> That's a good point. That's a great but point. Was, did nobody else find that really off-putting that she looked like she was fighting off a cold the entire movie? Like, wh like, what is that choice you make as a director? You already look weird as a cat. 
why would you put snotty nose on this incredible singer to like throw people off even further? Why? Yeah, I don't know. That's a great. That's a great point. Um, and there's nothing Lots about this makes sense. Questions. Yeah, nothing about it. We're, we're we've Can, spent you and 50, I are also... 59 minutes already too long talking about this. We should have talked about it for negative five minutes. Yeah. Should have paid for talk about it for five minutes. That's what Can, you and I are all more on the technical side of filmmaking, but did you feel at any point that the sound mix seemed a little like I had a hard time understanding some of the song lyrics? Yeah, not because no, I didn't yeah. understand the words, but because I felt that the music was mixed too heavy. I feel like it was just a mail in from every on every level, from the CG, from the mixing, from the ca- the editing, the camera work. This was just a complete mail it in but spending 95 million dollars other than the acting like i think the actors are really going for it and speaking of that this has some of the worst background acting i've ever seen like when other cats are talking <laughs> yes. the, the cats in the background are like looking at them like you know when like either confused or like interested and it's just the most over acty i'm trying out for my first broadway show and i just got a <laughs> degree in broadway kind of thing you know like non-nuance just the worst and and that i couldn't even concentrate on jennifer hudson singing memory because of all the horrific reactions from the cats around her that were uh so bad but yeah man jennifer hudson is going in for this you can tell she was like i'm coming for you Oscar number two. It's not. I thought yeah. you were gonna say like going has, to jail. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she surely has uh, one speed. I feel like Jennifer Hudson in a good way. I wish I had that, but I feel like she's just in or out, and she was in on this, which is God bless her. Absolutely, she a Maine Coon cat, uh, um, Megan. Um, I thought Maine I Coons were know. only guys too, and they're. <laughs> I, made her a main kid, I don't so. think they ever specify what I guess not. type well, of I thought cat they were, each cat is. I thought they were all jellical cats. That was Correct. the whole thing. And jellical cats are black and white. <laughs> oh, je- is a jellical <laughs> is a jellical cat a real thing? No, it's made up, and it actually I they did a little explainer video before in the Alamo, and they were saying jellical came from. It was some variation of Dear Little, so I don't know how T.S. Eliot got there, and I don't know why we had to bring him into this abomination. But yeah, um, talk about this also tarnishes one of the up. great laureates of of, <laughs> uh, of all time. No one you got know, out can... of cats unscathed. No, so not even, uh, even T.S. Eliot. No, unfortunately, I didn't. His, I was I was quite scathed when I his left conservative the Catholicism <laughs> ages better than this. <laughs> So um, there are there are female Maine Coons. Before I get the Maine Coon uh, Facebook group leading us one stars. Yeah. So yeah, man. I I honestly like you know going with an open mind. Like uh, you know, hope to enjoy the music and the visuals, but none of that, none whatsoever, and an abomination and just about the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. So uh, that's all I got to say, honestly. I'm ready to grade this Other out. Other than that, what did, you, what did you like about it? <laughs> I liked that it was less than two hours. That was probably the only thing I liked about it. It's because it was, it knew that we don't need to be here for two and a half hours because no one cares. So let's, 90 minutes, we're done. That oh, was God. good. Could you imagine if this thing was like pushing three hours? I can. I can imagine it. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it sounds awful. Sounds awful. Um, yeah. I'm done with this. I'm going to grade it. What do you guys say? Still yeah. It? Totally. F minus minus minus. Richard. Yeah. F. I, won't, I don't want to pay the patent because holidays are yeah. tight. So I'm just going to go F minus. Uh, let's lead up to Megan. Let's go Shane next. <laughs> this, this whole movie feels like you clicked on the wrong link online and you accidentally discovered a porn fetish you didn't want to. <laughs> Yeah, uh, so, there's the Rotten Tomatoes blurb. Yeah, That's, it's just uh, it's just a like you just you feel dirty after watching it. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna I'm gonna do something. I feel a little unprecedented. I'm gonna give it a G because that is under <laughs> an F. Nice. So I avoid the royalty fee and I still go lower than Ken solid. This movie solid. I like that, Megan. Yeah, F plus. I loved it. Fail plus. Nice. It had it had verve, right? Yeah, I had a great time. 
I was just waiting for this. I should have seen it. Megan, I feel like if I had seen it with you in your screening with your group or whatever, I feel like I could have gotten up to a D minus on this. It yeah, seemed like you it, guys had a good was, time. I mean, it was like I, unironically one of my favorite like viewing experiences of that. the year. Um, I mean, it's a cursed object. We can all agree. But <laughs> I had a great time. What can I say? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, if you're going to go see this, go see it with a huge group of your friends, because that's the only way to really enjoy this thing. Yeah, it's a great hate watch, I will admit. There are some movies that like are so bad that you don't want to hate watch them. I'll hate watch this one multiple times after this. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I will definitely know, see this at least I didn't hate anything about now. it. Uh, I had a great time. <laughs> love watch. Very excited. bad, though. <laughs> Very bad love watch. I like that. Respect it. Yeah, man, this was, <clears throat> this was just about as bad as it gets, and... I'm done. I'm done with it forever until I hate watch it again. But um, yeah, <laughs> F minus minus for me. And hopefully the listener got something out of this. Um, don't go see cats. <laughs> don't bring your children. Don't go do any of that. Bring your children. Yeah. yeah uh, if you want to see that Scoobs trailer and you can't, you don't have internet. <laughs> so, do little baby. <laughs> if you want more from us, uh, madaboutmoviespodcast.com is the website and madaboutmoviespodcast.com slash VIP. If you want those bonus episodes every week that we drop. Uh, we got Harry Potter 8, the final um, Deathly Hallows Part 2 episode is dropping uh, the 30th. Ooh, what a fun journey that December. was this year, Kent. That was good. That was good, yeah. and I don't want to spoil my thoughts on it, but uh, let's just say it was a good journey. Um, but, yeah, man, we'll have another retrospective coming for the VIPs next year. We're talking about maybe doing a Seinfeld season-by-season season kind of thing because Brian's yeah. never – never uh gone from season one to season nine like done the whole binge so good opportunity to do that with curb coming out and uh maybe we'll do that but who knows if you've got any suggestions definitely let us know tweet us at mad about movies but like i said uh if you want more from us more than just these episodes here just on itunes or spotify um hit mad about movies podcast.com slash vip we got a ton of throwback episodes bonus content polls and our discord megan can attest and batman shane can attest it is popping off in the discord on the reg. There's a cat's channel. There's a cat's channel. <laughs> so if you have more thoughts on cats, just just go there. Um, by the way, the cat's channel. We got a. Uh, this is from Ethan, a VIP, who's who's uh, who just tweeted the who discorded the cat's channel as we're recording, and he says, "There's a six year six year old girl in my showing of cats. I'm scared for her future. What should I do?" And I said, "Call nine one one immediately, Ethan." So we'll we'll report back and see if Ethan got the paramedics involved on this uh, six year old child. But yeah, man, I feel like um, the cats. I mean, the Discord's worth the VIP membership below. So I, many fun, nice people in here. Absolutely, and you never know. You might get fun. Pri- Ethan, same guy. I challenge the entire Discord that if anybody shows up to uh, the Skywalker opening night dressed as a cat, that I would mail them personally something like a Batman comic. And sure enough, he did, and that is on the way. Nice. So. You never know. There's fun prizes. There's fun things to be had in the Discord. So join up and uh, have some fun with us. Yeah, that is uh, included for all VIPs. So if you're a VIP and you don't have that access, it's just an app on your phone. If you don't know what Discord is, it's like a big chat room for everybody to uh, talk about things. There's different channels for different topics, and it's a fun time. So uh, get over there and enjoy that conversation, VIPs. Um, But until next week, um, we got Uncut Gems talk coming. Uh, for uh, you fans of that and a lot more to round out the year of 1917, Little Women and others. So stay tuned to the Mad About Movies feed here on your iTunes or your Spotify or wherever you're listening and uh, be sure and hit that uh, VIP feed as well. But uh, Batman Shane, could we only find you on the Discord? That's your only presence online pretty much, right? Pretty much that. Facebook, if you know where to find me, if you're a savvy uh, Mad About Movies listener. But uh, find me in the Discord. Join the join the Patreon. Find me there. We'll hang out. We'll chat. Cat's erotic links that he accidentally clicks on. You can find him there, too. <laughs> Accidental, sure. You know, I was going to say, Kent, you know, Brian probably hasn't seen this because he was on the episode. That could be our our binge next year. That could be his cats uh, over again. Whoever lost the movie draft. Nah, uh, that's too good. I think we do 12 episodes all year on cats. Okay. Brian. <laughs> nice. <laughs> See what he Let picks up each me. new viewing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I would love that. Richard, where can we find you online? You can find me at Richard Barden on Twitter. You can find me in the discord channel on the VIP network and at mad about movies, podcast.com. Megan, you've got a good Twitter. I, I, I'm a fan of your Twitter, so let the other people in on the... On so is Jason Derulo. 
Yeah, yeah, I'm telling you, I'm it's all, I'm one of all many over things it. we have in common, <laughs> Shane. <laughs> yeah, so spell Megan, Twitter, Instagram, Discord, everywhere. I'm very available on the internet. <laughs> nice, awesome. Thank you so much, Megan, Batman, Shane, for being here. And uh, you're lucky, Brian, that you did not have to uh, to do this. But man, I'm better for it. I'm a better person, and you, you know. You make mistakes, but you grow from them. So that's hopefully what we can do here with cats. Thank you so much for listening. Leave us a positive review on your podcast platform. If you liked what you hear, if you had fun with this episode, it really does help uh, keep the show going and uh, get the advertisers involved and all those things that we need to do to make sure this show stays around for years to come. But until next time, see you at the center. Hey, baby, I hear the blues are calling tough salads and scrambled eggs. And maybe I seem a bit confused. Yeah, maybe, but I got you pegged. <laughs> but I don't know what to do with those tossed down and loose scrambled eggs. They're calling again. Scrambled eggs all over my face. They're making me ya-ya. Tossed salads and scrambled eggs.